What's going on, good people, and welcome back to Live by the Three of Raptors podcast with your boy Curly. Give me a follow on Instagram at Live by the Period number three and on Twitter at Live by the Zero Three. Happy Raptors Day! The NBA is back. They kicked off their season on Tuesday, October 24th, and the Raptors kicked off their season playing host to the Minnesota Timberwolves on October 25th, where the Raptors won a sloppy basketball game. But as I've said many, many times, a win is a win, no matter how you get it. The Raptors come away with a victory 97 to 94, where the Raptors shot. 36 for 90 from the field, giving them 40%, 14 for 35 from three, also at 40%, but 11 for 16 from the free throw line and just under 69%. The T-Wolves shot a dismal 34 for 100 from the field. I think it was impressive that they got 100 shots in general, but 34 for 100, giving them 34% from the field, 8 for 31 from the three at 26%, and 18 for 22 from the free throw line at just under 82%. Now, when I'm looking at a couple stats that really stand out, the size of the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight gave the Raptors trouble, especially on the offensive end, but it's not too many times that you will see a team out-rebound the Raptors, but the big three for the T-Wolves, and I'm saying that respectfully, Gobert, Towns, and Edwards combining for 37 rebounds, giving the T-Wolves a total of 62 to the Raptors, 47. The ball movement tonight for the Raptors, and we're going to break that down later, but the ball movement tonight was tremendous. It's been something that the Raptors' offense has been lacking, especially out in transition. That .5 second offense that Darko alluded to in the offseason You saw flashes of it tonight, and especially out in transition where their defense fed their offense, it held true. 27-20 to in terms of assists in favor of the Raptors, and like I said, it was a sloppy game. A lot of missed opportunities on both ends, more particularly for the T-Wolves, especially if they're putting up 100 shots and only hitting 34, I'm sorry. But 14 turnovers apiece in a game where... No real team was in control. Like, sometimes the Raptors look like they're ready to run away with it, and then the Wolves would go on a run, or even particularly Anthony Edwards would go on a run. Like, at times, he was a one-man wrecking crew. I believe in the first part of the of the quarter, um, or the first quarter, sorry, uh, he went on a 10-0 run by himself, and it looked like it was going to be one of those nights. But the likes of OG, Scotty, Precious, even Pascal at times really locked in. Even did a fabulous job on Cat. When you hold their two best players to 16 for 52 shooting, chances are you're going to win the basketball game. And I don't think anyone was particularly concerned about the Raptors' defense. I definitely feel that Masai has been building this team to be a solid team defensively. We didn't see it last season, but in previous seasons, they were pretty sound defensively. But the way that this team is currently constructed... With the addition of Dennis Schroeder at the point of attack, bringing a different element from Fred. And I know the comparisons are going to be done all season long, but those were two different players. And a healthy Fred was a great point of attack defender. It was just unfortunate that his last days as a Raptor was not very dependable on that side of the ball. But we're not talking about that. We're not living in the past. We are focusing on the present. And the Raptors' defense was... Pretty good tonight. You really can't complain. I mean, can you force a team to take 100 shots? And 
the Raptors had a few miscues defensively, especially on the uh, initial reaction defensively, especially on closeouts. Was not very sharp on that side. They would be too aggressive or they would overcommit and they were left scrambling on the secondary action. And uh, there were possessions where players just got beat back door or... There was one possession that really stands out where Scotty was guarding Anthony Edwards one-on-one on the perimeter. Played large for most of the possession and put his hands down and it led to an open three for uh, Anthony Edwards. But outside those moments, Dennis Schroeder and OG Ananobi leading the charge defensively. Uh, Scotty Barnes being a tremendous help defender tonight with five blocks. Uh, Schroeder getting out on the perimeter and picking up players full court. OG Ananobi with two steals, three blocks tonight. Pressure Zuchua getting involved on the defensive end. Uh, even Jacoperto got a block as well. This is what the Raptors were expected to do. And it did not happen last season, but it's definitely happening this season. And it fed their offense, especially in transition. Sometimes there were possessions where the ball didn't even touch the ground. And the Raptors were looking for every opportunity to create those runouts. Uh, there were many possessions, especially from the likes of, of Precious Tachua. There was a give-and-go possession between him and Pascal, that, uh, at least in multiple possessions, where it led to a dunk for Precious Tachua. He was great off the screen and roll as well. There was not many opportunities where... The Raptors were stagnant on the offensive end. There was a part in the early part of the game, I believe in the first or second quarter, there was a time where they didn't score for three straight minutes. But it it can't all be perfect in game one. You saw what they wanted to do, and that was be aggressive on defense, play more one-on-one, and let the defense feed our offense. And when they got into the half court, the ball did not stick. And it was great to see everybody had an opportunity Even with our best player in Pascal Siakam shooting 5 for 17 tonight, OG stepped up, Schroeder was a pleasant surprise, and it's no secret that I wasn't a huge fan of the Dennis Schroeder signing, but I could definitely appreciate what he's bringing to the table, especially on the offensive end. He is a pass-first guard. He is going to look for his opportunities when he's getting downhill, but his job is to create those opportunities, and he definitely accomplished that tonight. And to reinforce that thought of the defense feeding our our transition offense, or especially our offense, the Raptors outscored the T-Wolves 34-12 to in fast break points. So a lot of their buckets getting out in transition, everybody eating, everybody having an opportunity to touch the ball. This is something that Coach Darko was envisioning, and it held true. But one other stat that I want to get into before we start breaking down the individual stat lines. Shout out my boy Goose at Hoop Goose on Twitter. He had a shot chart tonight for the Raptors shooting at the top of the three. They were there tonight to shoot the three tonight, and they were ultra aggressive. I love that they didn't shy away from it, taking 35 attempts. But at the top, they were there to shoot and they hit 44% of their threes, 11 for 25. They were bottom three last season at just under 33%. So as my boy Goose said, this is going to be an interesting trend to keep an eye on throughout the season as the Raptors shied away from those opportunities, and more particularly, it was just left 
for one particular player, more so as, as a bailout option, especially on the offensive end with Fred Van Vliet. So something to keep an eye on, but a pleasant surprise. The Raptors shooting 40% from three is definitely a step in the right direction. Now let's get into our starters. Pascal Siakam did not have a great night offensively, but he did a little bit of everything. Uh, you saw a lot of action with him playing off ball. You saw him moving off the catch. Uh, still has that cachet of, of drawing in two defenders, but he was finding his teammates in the right spot. You really can't argue with his... Uh, facilitating definitely did not look like a selfish player like certain people referred to him in the press conference but he put up 15 points tonight seven rebounds six assists and a steal on five for 17 shooting from the field three for five from three his three-point shot looked clean his shot in general looked clean uh, it looked fluid it didn't look like there was a hitch in his shot. He was taking it with confidence, and that's what shooting is. You got to shoot with confidence, and he was he was super aggressive from the perimeter. Three for five from three and two for two from the free throw line. If Pascal can hit the three at an efficient clip, giving one or two threes a game, uh, it opens up so much for his teammates, and it opens up so much more for him. Um, at the end of the day, you want to keep the defense honest and you do not want to be predictable. And Pascal showed a little bit of everything tonight. It wasn't as efficient, but it was definitely impactful. He hit some big threes coming down the stretch to help lift the Raptors over top the T-Wolves. And I imagine that the efficiency will balance out. OG Ananobi was spectacular tonight. As we all know, I'm not a huge OG fan, but I definitely respect his game. I definitely... Uh, appreciate him getting better every season he looked like one of the best two-way players in the league tonight his ability to be an absolute bully on the defensive end and balancing it out with efficient offense uh, a lot of possessions that OG was able to score the basketball was out in transition from the perimeter Kept the offense simple for the most part and efficient and impactful. Uh, again, guarding one of the better players in the league and Anthony Edwards and then taking on the assignment of Cat as well. He, he did it all. Two steals, three blocks to go along with 20 points, six rebounds and an assist. Seven for 13 from the field, four for nine from three and two for two from the free throw line. I know OG is aspiring for a bigger role, but... I don't know how you cannot be satisfied if this is the level of production that you're giving. One thing is for sure, if he's able to find this level of consistency and potentially be in the defensive player of the year conversation, the Raptors are going to have a very hard time trading him or potentially losing him for nothing because if he stays healthy, OG is going to get paid, but... He took advantage of his opportunities. Not much more you can say about that. Scotty Barnes, very important year for him. I thought it was important for him to get off to a great start. In the first quarter, he shied away, but from then on, he was super aggressive. He was hunting down his shots, did not shy away from uh, from the offensive opportunities. He was hunting down mismatches. You saw a one-legged fader. You, you saw him take a three. He literally did it all not to mention getting to the free throw line six times and knocking four of them down. 
but it was his defense, his conditioning. He made that a point of emphasis in the offseason. It was reinforced tonight, playing great defense all throughout the, uh, the entire game, not giving up on plays. I know I referred to that last one, but overall, he was not giving up on plays. He was a great help side defender. I was very concerned about him playing in the, in the low the low post as a help side defender, but he ended up getting five blocks and timely blocks at that. Just a tremendous game from Scotty Barnes, and I felt that he was going to average 18, 8, and 5. Didn't count for blocks and steals, but 17 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, which is really close to my prediction, 2 steals, 5 blocks on 6 for 16 shooting from the field, 1 for 4 from 3, and 4 for 6 from the free throw line. He struggled with efficiency and impact last season. He wasn't as efficient tonight, but he was definitely impactful. He definitely impacted winning tonight, and you can only hope that he builds on this. I personally think Scotty could potentially be an all-star this year, but if he can throw up numbers like this, like similar to a Ben Simmons when he became an all-star, I think it's very achievable for Scotty. Yak uh, Pertle tonight doing what Yak does best, and that is play great defense, take advantage of the offensive opportunities when it's presented to him, get on the offensive glass, get defensive rebounds, and stayed out of foul trouble. Seven points, 11 rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block, three for three shooting from the field, and one for four from the free throw line. Hopefully that will improve as the season goes on. And Dennis Schroeder, FIBA MVP, what more can you say? He he lived up to expect expectations. I did not think he was going to have the impact he did uh, offensively, but he kept the defense honest. He was able to hit four threes and was able to balance out the offense with some playmaking uh, while playing aggressive defense on whomever was in front of him. Uh, now, I don't expect the scoring to be as much as it was tonight, but... If he's able to maintain this level of intensity and give you this kind of efficiency every single night, that two years, $26 million seems like a bargain. But 22 points, three rebounds, seven assists on 8-for-17 shooting, 4-for-8 from three, and 2-for-2 two two from the free throw line. He kept the offense humming, and I know there's going to be comparisons to Freddie all season long, but these are two different players. Uh, I think that health really affected Freddie last season but you can see the benefit in terms of having a healthy point guard uh, somebody that is willing to create and and get downhill and create that rim pressure you could definitely see the benefits from that and, and it creates a lot of driving kick opportunities but i don't want to spend too much time living in the past there are two different players but dennis was a pleasant surprise and i'm interested to see how He's able to maintain this uh, level of play throughout the season. As we will quickly look at the bench, Jalen McDaniels did not have the start that I expected him to have. Uh, was not able to hit any of the threes tonight. Wasn't too bad defensively. He kind of got bullied when the likes of Cat and Gobert and even Nas Reed took him into the paint. But it, it's going to take a while for him to get adjusted. But no points, two rebounds, two assists, a steal, and a block. Precious Achua whom I thought looked great tonight. Uh, he was great in the screen and roll. He was great in transition. He was finishing at the rim. And 
while he didn't get the assist, he was giving up the ball and getting the hockey assist, you know, the pass before the pass. And I, I really felt he stayed within himself, didn't really force too many possessions. There were a couple opportunities where he missed some bunnies at the basket. But overall, he looked healthy. He was effective on the defensive end, and he got on the transition. He he kept the offense simple, and I've always said that less ball handling, less decision making out of pressure to Chua's hands, the more effective he's going to be, and that held true today. Eight points, eight rebounds on four for nine shooting from the field. Malachi Flynn didn't have a particularly great game, but he was able to get a three. Didn't do too much ball handling, but he did get a couple of assists. He got a steal, but... You can tell he's still trying to figure out his role and what his value is on this team. Only three points, two assists, and a steal on one for three shooting, with his only bucket being one three. Gary Trent Jr., one thing that I was concerned about with the Dennis Schroeder sighting was Gary was going to be put on the bench. But when the Raptors struggled offensively in the first quarter, Darko did not hesitate to get Dennis off the floor and put in Gary Trent Jr. to give our offense a boost and while his presence was appreciated it did not have the impact uh, did not shoot particularly well but he did get a couple of assists a couple rebounds he even got a block uh, was a plus three on the floor so you really can't complain too much but you definitely hope to see more preseason Gary than we did tonight five points two rebounds two assists and steal on the block like i said two for eight shooting from the field one for four from three he was not in the closing lineup and that's probably because he wasn't shooting particularly well but i love how coach darko really managed the players tonight and it was something that i was going to mention towards the end before i get into that i'll just quickly talk about grady who got a huge standing hole only played two minutes but he got an assist that led to a Scotty Barnes three and it was a plus one in those two minutes so that's impressive uh, coach Darko was great tonight I thought he really managed the team well I thought he kept them in check he kept them accountable uh, there was a poor defensive possession he quickly called a timeout the offense was stagnant he called the timeout again and he put out a great sales pitch at the beginning of the season or I should say in the off season, and I gotta admit, I like what I see from him. I like the infused offense. I love the one-on-one defense, the more man-to-man defense. I always felt that the Raptors relied more on team defensive schemes rather than going one-on-one, especially when they are being built with great athletes. But Coach Darko managed the game well. He managed the players' minutes. Uh, no one played over 35 minutes. Pascal, OG... Uh, oh, sorry, with the exception of Scotty Barnes. But overall, the players got rest. He staggered the, the starters well. And in the end, he was able to put the starters out there. And they ended up coming away with the victory. Just a solid performance all round from coaching staff to players. Again, it wasn't clean, but a win is a win. And the Raptors look to capitalize on that next game on Friday, which is... October 27th as they travel very quickly on the road to take on the Chicago Bulls before they come back home to host Nick Nurse and the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, the Raptors are 1-0 on the season. The Bulls are 0-1 after getting blown off from OKC. But we all know what happened last season. The play-in, the Bulls erasing a double-digit deficit. Damar's daughter, DR, giving us hell, <laughs> making us miss half our free throws. 
I really hope the Raptors feel bad about that one and they come out and punch the Bulls in the mouth. But it's not going to be easy. Great players like DeMar and Zach Levine. It's going to be an interesting matchup as the Bulls like to get out in transition as well. But they're not as sound defensively as the Raptors. So I imagine that they're going to have one of DeMar or Zach or even both in a prison cell all game long. But it's going to be an interesting matchup. It's going to be... An entertaining game, to, to say the least, but I think if you can corral Levine and DeRozan the way that you did Edwards and Cat, it'll increase your chances of winning the basketball game, taking care of the basketball, and, and take care of the glass. Get every rebound that you can. You do not want to give the Bulls second chance opportunities because they're definitely going to play. They definitely have big men that can give the Raptors trouble. Uh, you saw the size of Gobert and Towns give the Raptors trouble tonight, but Vucevic and Drubbin are not as intimidating in comparison, but like I said, have the ability to create second chance points. So I think if they limit those opportunities, limit the Bulls' ability to get on transition and take care of the basketball, they're going to come away with the victory. But I'm excited to see how they respond, especially losing into play into the Bulls. I definitely feel that the Raptors are going to open the season 2-0 with a victory over the Bulls. We'll see. The the 1-0 uh, start was a pleasant surprise, but I definitely like the way that they look. Definitely like the way Coach Darko is managing the team. This team is going to be fun, and I've echoed that throughout multiple, multiple episodes. And I hope that they continue to build on that, continue to trend in the right, in the right direction. And we get fun basketball in Toronto again. And I'll leave it off there. Thank you to all listeners new and old for tuning in. I appreciate every single one of you. The first reaction pod is in the books. And if you have not done so already, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It'll mean so much if you take the time to do so. And we will see you much sooner rather than later when the Raptors take on the Chicago Bulls. And until the next episode, everyone, please continue to stay healthy and stay safe, good people. Peace.